BDSM and non-standard relationships. Star exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun, fun kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. This week on Erotic Awakening, group sex, hotels, and stress. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Ohio Smart. Don't miss Kinko de Mayo, Ohio Smart's annual weekend event in Cleveland, Ohio. On May 1st and 2nd, KDM 2015 will be an experience unlike any other. More info online at kinkodemayo.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics and prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. Right now. Right now. Speaking of the Kinko de Mayo, our uh, current, uh, one of our uh, wonderful sponsors, uh, I want to mention, how would you like to go to Kinko de Mayo, Don? I'd love to go to Kinko de Mayo. How would you like to go for free? I'd love to go for free. Right now, you can win a free admission to Kinko de Mayo 2015. All you have to do is go to kinkodemayo.com, look at the list of presenters, and email in the presenter you are most looking forward to seeing to Ohio, I'm sorry, to info at ohiosmart.com. Winner will be chosen at random at 4-1-2015. Nice. I like that. That's very generous of them to provide a free ticket for our podcast listeners. So we love the Ohio Smart and um, absolutely have been to Kinko de Mayo. And I love that event. Mm-hmm. I love what they do with it. Unfortunately, the last couple of years, we haven't been able to make it. Conflicting events, I guess. Yes. And um, I like that we support each other's events since uh, absolutely. they're both in May. I was just speaking to um, Iroh the other day uh, when we did the interview with him on consent and mm-hmm. boundaries. And by the way, that's come up a couple times since then. Oh, yeah, in various formats. But he was saying that um, he would love to have us come up and present at Kinko de Mayo, so we will try to make that happen in our little busy May calendar. Yeah, it conflicts with the um, Crazy Heart event up in Toronto. Well, we should just combine them into a single super event. That would be fun, because you know, they're right across the lake from each other. Lake Erie, it's not that big. We should just be able to... Get a little, what are those things? Wave runners? I was thinking a ferry, but a wave runner would be nice. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. Hi, Don. That lake's bigger than I think it is, isn't it? <laughs> so the funny thing about um, this podcast is we were going to record it the other day. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, oh, you know what? We don't have a lot of experience with group sex. We're going to have to go find a someone to interview. Mm-hmm. And then we were thinking about it and thinking about it and realizing, well, there was that one girl. Oh, wait, wait. There was that other person. Uh, oh, yeah. wait. There was oh, those other people. There was that couple. Oh, wait. That was an experience outdoors under the tent <laughs> with lots of people. Well, as a matter of fact, I will tell you my first experience with group sex, which I don't know that you're even familiar with this. Uh-oh. I've known you for a long time. Let's see. Well, you are. You were. Uh, we were together at that point. Oh, this was okay. at an event in Indiana, French Lake, Indiana, of all places. And very early into may well have been our very first presenting gig ever out of state. Out of state, okay. And I so went. That would be um, there was a big barn, and in the barn there was a big orgy. And for some reason, somebody asked me to go get someone 
who happened to be in the middle of the orgy. I remember this, and I stayed outside. Yes, so I went inside, and I meandered through all the bodies. Uh, and there's a significant number of people in this orgy. I'm going to say there's at least 20 people in this pile. And I had to meander through to find this person. And I Did you said, interrupt them? Uh, no, they were... They were uh, Switching from, <laughs> from one to another. From one to another. Did you touch toes with anybody? Uh, I kissed the girl that I <gasps> came to get. Uh, so that within I'm, the orgy yes, space. Yes. Yes. You were part of an orgy. So therefore, <gasps> if so facto. My turn. When's it my turn? <laughs> You've been part of. Well, now we have to figure out how we define orgy and all that. I've been part of. You know what? I may not have been part of like that orgy where everybody's all mixing body parts and mm-hmm. body fluids, but um, I have been part of part of some pretty neat stuff that I wouldn't knock. So. Well, we'll get there in just a moment. I will say though, the um, that was the same event where. One of the things, they had a pagany ritual at one point, yeah. and one of the requirements is that everyone was naked, and we had a serious conversation about, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Do you know what's neat? Did you see what I, um, that, that event was Aeon, mm-hmm. um, Ancient Exchanges of Nature. Yes. And it was. It was literally a spiritual camp out with a kink bend. Some people were teaching the spiritual stuff. Me and you were teaching the spanking stuff. We actually taught people how to flog that night at their little fetish ball oh, in yeah. the barn. You know, things like that. And um, did you see what I uh, sent you yesterday? Mm-hmm. The people that ran that are starting something new on their own property down there. And it's kind of built with the same energy and the same thought. And it's funny because Aeon's actually been brought up. I don't know. I bet you I've talked about it to four different people over the last two weeks. Huh. And um, that was back in 2004, so three, four, something like that. And uh, I was talking about how I missed it and how he experienced so much stuff. And mm-hmm. it'd be kind of nice to go back to something like a that. A long retired event, Aeon, at this point. Yes, yes. But they're bringing it back in some form, and that would be kind of neat. So over the weekend, we happened to be in Chicago at the Kinky College. And we, we will get were. into more group sex stories in just a moment. But I was funny. We were having dinner with... Um, Johnny Jack Hammer and Good, Wit- Good, Good Witch, Witch of, the, of North? the North. See, this is why I write this shit down <laughs> because I knew I would screw that itch. Screw that itch. Screw that up. Good Witch North. Yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. As well as Bruce and L because I don't know that L allows us to use her name. So we'll just say L for the moment. And we had T and R and we knew our whole end of the table. Yes, we didn't get to meet the other end of the uh-uh. table very much. So. But uh, regardless, so I'm talking to uh, Johnny Jackhammer and he says something about we were talking about how the snow, mm-hmm. the dogs were having challenges with the snow. And he says something about, well, I know your dog, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there thinking, how does he know I have a dog? And I recall <laughs> having this conversation. But he is a listener of the podcast. Right. And here's Ginger's little jingle, which Aww. today she is sleeping at my feet like a good podcasting dog. That's actually very unusual. And I stayed home yesterday and she slept all day yesterday, too, and kind of through the night, except for her normal pee run. That's weird. Uh, Can you check see if she has a fever? <laughs> How do I do that? Do I kiss you, her nose? Is yeah, that the you trick have to there? kiss her nose. And it's supposed to be cold. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'll get into kissing. Know. You know, now that's interesting. It's sidebar, which I had no clue we were going to. So I recently we were contacted by a website. Um, do I want to tell? Yeah, why not? Go check it out if you want to. It's called I Taboo. The letter I, mm-hmm. the word taboo, and um, they're monkier or they're. Uh, uh, Monkier? Yeah, uh, 
subtext of the site. Oh, okay. There's a good word for it that eludes me at the moment. Doesn't matter. I'm just podcasting. Um, <laughs> their view of things was they're an alternative to Fet Life, mm-hmm. right? And I appreciate some people don't like Fet Life for a variety of reasons. And if you're one of those people, you might want to go check out itaboo.com. I don't care. They asked us to do some advertising for them. I said no, but here I am saying their website. So what the fuck? <laughs> The uh, thing is, uh, so I went out and checked it out. I signed up for it. And I'm t- this is how this comes around. The first, it's, it's very FetLife-ish. Uh-huh. But the stream of uh, pictures um, were one of the things that I personally do not dig. Right. Uh, it was uh, pictures of bestiality. Uh. Um, not one of my fetishes. Not one of my kinks. Not something that I would often necessarily call consensual mm-hmm. doesn't matter when i'm i'm not here to judge the bestiality it doesn't do shit for me right and i don't want it on my computer right so i unsubscribed and blah oh. blah blah so that's just came to my mind yes he's scratching that one out yes, <laughs> yes sir. i went ahead and deleted my profile uh i'm sure that's not what the whole site's about but we talk about, you know, people complain that Fet Life is too restrictive. Mm-hmm. Um, eh, a little bit of restriction on some things I am okay with. Yeah, so, and I guess, the, I guess the title, and I haven't looked at it, so I don't know, but I guess the title Taboo, I could see why they would have pictures yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. but as long as they're not illegal, I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works with that, that sort of thing. I mean, some stuff obviously is, and I doubt it's there. Maybe for Jay, we should do Judgment. Because we could talk about how we... We could talk about that a lot, regardless of the fact that um, you're Buddhist and I'm Buddhist flavored. We try not to have judgment, but... And we'll get into being... We're also human. uh, We'll get into being... Yeah. (laughs) Human what? Human. H. Oh, being human. Yeah. No. No, thank you. Um, But it's interesting because as we wander around in the alternative lifestyle... Mm-hmm. You are interacting with a lot of alternative people, mm-hmm. a lot of people expressing their own personal freedom and everything. We were at a um, panel discussion for the Ohio State University talking right. to some of the students recently. And one of the questions they asked was, what is the, the mix of people there? You know, mm-hmm. racial mix and all that and gender mix. And one of the things we said is we see a fair number of uh, trans folk, um, but also cross-dressers and it's not necessarily because cross-dressing is a fetish for these people or that there's a cross-dressing track at these events right it's their opportunity to be themselves and nobody gives a shit right Right. um but as we go through our kinky college weekend we found that we were doing the power exchange luncheon which is one of the neat things we do Mm -hmm. and we did find that some people are still pretty judgmental about some things We actually were uh, rather aggressively... Asked questions. Asked questions. And I don't think the intent was negative. Right. But uh, there's some challenging conversations about some of our lifestyle choices. Right. So that was kind of interesting. But my favorite part of that whole conversation was it started off with, you know, a couple of weeks. Someone said a couple of weeks ago, I never would have shown up at a power exchange lunch. And then something happened. And now here I am. Right. So I think that's very reflective that we need to keep in mind if we were talking about judgment, which we're not, mm-hmm. is that just because today, blah, 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 
something might happen tomorrow tomorrow. leads us in a different direction. All this cycles back to, I'm not kissing the dog's nose. Ooh, okay. Well, (laughs) thank you for cycling that back. I was wondering how we kind of got off topic. So, but you know what what actually was kind of weird was I expected the judgment questions to happen at the panel with the students who Mm -hmm. had questions about Fifty Shades of Grey, me, and I was all, like, trying not to put my walls up and to just be there and be present while we were talking, and Mm -hmm. it ended up being a very pleasant conversation and panel, and then get to an MS roundtable and get asked very challenging questions. (laughs) Save the dog. What is she eating? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you're not kissing her nose, but you do have her your finger down her throat <laughs> while she's chewing something she shouldn't be chewing. Our dog's a vacuum cleaner. But back <laughs> to the hard podcast. To hard to tell what she got. So, so we did have quite the nice time at the Kinky College. Oh, I love Kinky College. And you know what? Regardless of the fact that those were some challenging questions. And during the round table, I found them challenging. But it was only later that I was like, huh. Did that really just take that route? Did we really just experience that? Okay, well, that's kind of cool. So, you know, just seeing my growth and not feeling like I had to defend myself and blah, blah, blah. So there was there was positive out of that as well. Well, we do have some other shout-outs to do for the Kinky College. But first, do. I do want to say, and I want to say this because we were just, in, uh, again, uh, Johnny Jack Hammer said, you guys did a good job of this one. Uh-oh, which means we're going to mess it up. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by KJ Canes, home of the des- original designer glow-in-the-dark and light-up canes. This is where art and pleasure come together to meet your unique style. We have the biggest selection of canes on the net. And, Don, Yes, sir? I don't have it in the notes here, but they have a section for gifts for men. Oh, really? And on the gifts for men, the very first item I saw was the Type A anal plug. You could put Type your pen down. A anal plug. Yes, sir. Yes. I'm putting the <laughs> pen very down. Kind of you I to thought think you were I mentioning that you no. wanted a gift. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, a gift for some men, but not for this man. Uh-huh. But there is also a cane with on um, the the tipper, which mm-hmm. is the word I just made up to describe the thing that's at the end of the cane that you don't hit people with. That's yeah, called okay. the tipper. Okay. I've made that up. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> uh, there's one with a bat. Oh, cool. Nice, nice, nice. Must I be for caning bats. I through there, so... And it is more than canes. Check out the great selection of hand-poured, low-temp paraffin and soy wax candles, as well as all the basics such as gags, collars, fetish jewelry, nipple clamps, whips, floggers, paddles, vibes, and more. EA listeners get 10% off orders of $25 or more with discount code DANANDDAWN15. Find out more at kjcanes.com. So at the Kinky College, we got to meet the DMT Electro. Uh, Squirrel, Chica Bunny, who apparently knows us from the podcast, which is very cool. Nice, nice, nice. And as I mentioned, we had dinner with a variety of people, um, some that we did not write down their names, some that we did. And, well, one of the biggest surprises to me was uh, Master Chuck was there. And Master Chuck didn't make it to the last um, kinky college. Mm -hmm. He he was in in the hospital, and and I'm sure he would much rather have been at the event. But um, we saw him, and he stopped us in the hallway and said he still listens to the podcast. Yes, he did, as a matter of fact. So that was kind of neat. We love Master Chuck. Glad to hear you're out there running around still, sir. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, the uh, other thing about kinky college that was different for us this year? What was that? I... uh, I think this is, the, in my memory, this is the first time we have forgotten an entire bag at the house. We did, an entire bag. So that was kind of weird, but 
I didn't do all the packing. Sir. No, no, that was completely my fault. I um, had the bag packed. It just never made it into the staging area. Um, at this point, ladies and germs, we're fairly competent at this whole <laughs> travel thing. thing. Yeah. There's a stat. You know, you pack your bags in one room. You move them to the staging area. You have a checklist for going out to the car. Blah blah blah. Um, and this one got missed, and that one was my bad for people that are keeping score. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, the only things it was missing was like a meditation bench, a card game, mm, some of my jewelry. And jewelry. Yeah, an extra pair of shoes. That would have been nice to have. Uh-huh. So it wasn't a huge problem. But but we did remember the K-Cup machine. People asked us why we don't fly into Chicago because it has been offered for us to fly. And it's like, but uh, we bring our own food, which means our own cooler. And even though there is a grocery store we like to shop at, that's right around the corner. And we bring our own coffee machine because <laughs> it is a swank hotel mm-hmm. and coffee's a little expensive. So and we don't always like to, to make it with the, the hotel coffee. Thing. Five dollars for my morning yogurt. I know. <laughs> I know. So and you know what? I brought my own protein. So protein's very expensive. And so I brought my own beef and cheese and all that kind of stuff. And I hit a number this morning on the scale that uh, a little scary. Have you seen that number before? I have you have for probably seen... going in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that number since 1986. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, and it was. It was going up, and it was when I was pregnant with the oldest boy. Wow. Yeah, so ah, a little scary. So, but, um, yeah. So, do, do you remember the first time that you and I together had group sex? <gasps> yes. Do you? I, I wonder think what so. you're thinking is the first time. Which I, one are you well, thinking I, of? I think we, we were just, we just, you and I just happened to be talking a little bit the other day. So I'm thinking this is what we're counting as the first time. Um, I would have to say with M and V, I think would be the first time in our living room. In okay. The first I, would, I was thinking that might be that first time as well. Though it could have been the first moral party. I don't know that that counts. You had me blindfolded and rubbing up against another girl and kissing her. Mm-hmm. Does that count? Because it was in front of a lot of people. Well, we're not here to define <laughs> group sexting, but uh, so I would say for myself that's not was not quite group sex. Okay. Uh, it was what, within a group, but it was just kissing. We had a um, frame that allowed me to hang you from the frame facing, mm-hmm. we'll say, north. Mm-hmm. And another woman was hanging from the frame facing south. So you're facing directly in face-to-face mm-hmm. to each other. And so. that was V, right? That was not V, young that lady. Was that v? was uh, B. That was B. That was B? That was B. Oh, no, yeah. no, I need to know who B is. Okay, so maybe we've had a little bit more group sex than we think we have. <laughs> See, it's bad when... I mean, <laughs> for people that are new to the podcast, we use the letters because we don't have permission to speak these people's names. Right. Uh, but it's bad. Apparently, we've had enough group sex, we've forgotten the names of people we've had group sex with. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I will tell you, uh, B of L and B. B of L and B. Nope, still not good. L has since passed. Oh, 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 yes. So, okay. I know who B, which B this is. Okay. All right. Good. Glad we got around there. <laughs> I would hate to leave a gap in your memory there to people you've been thinking about it all day. I'll be shopping for a new truck and going, now who the hell was B? <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, oh, and. Oh, so also K and S. K and S. And original couple. 
Um, it had to do with fisting and blowjobs. Fisting and blowjobs are nice. But not at the same time. The fisting was the, um, it was in front of everybody and it was a debt collection. Oh! And the B, the blowjob, was for a birthday present. Right. And that was in front of everyone. And that was in front of everyone. See, again, that's more exhibitionism and voyeurism. Sex? No, I, dis- no. I disqualify you. But it from- involved people that weren't you in front of other people. Absolutely, which is why we call it v- exhibition. So why didn't we do? What are we on? <laughs> We're G. on G. Yes. How do we screw up? How do we not do <laughs> exhibitionism for, for E? Because we actually have some, a lot of experience there. We could have talked about uh, V voyeurism. Yes. I'm writing that one down. So, no, no. So, again, what, right, now we have to define <gasps> oh. group sex because we're all over the place with your misfires on this. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so does with A, with a double dildo count? <laughs> yes. Listen to the pause. <laughs> no, I would say, so here, what is okay, group sex? Okay, so what counts? All right, what is group sex? Mm-hmm. Group sex is when more than two people have sex together. Okay. Now, not we're not talking about watching. We're oh. talking about active participation. So when I get fisted in the middle of the swing club, that doesn't count either, huh? Mm-hmm. Because it was just me and one other person, right. even though there was other people sitting around on the edge of the bed. And there may have, and you could put a little um, caveat, perhaps, that if people are standing around self-pleasuring to that what counts? you're doing, no, that doesn't count. Damn. That's what I'm looking at, <laughs> right? They are not active participants in the same scene. Now, people could argue that one. Feel free to argue that one. But for so our it, definition today, it's going to be people who are actively participating in the same scene. Okay. So what about the objectification room? That was one scene from beginning to end with multiple people. <gasps> yes, because when the dude guy, A, oh, I remember his name. So when the dude guy taught his girlfriend how to fist me mm-hmm. in the objectification room, mm-hmm. that would count. There was three of us. And he was actively participating. Yes. Yeah, I would. Uh, the objectification room is an interesting beastie. I think it pretty much uh, all aspects of sex, you could say, that counts mm-hmm. because pretty much everything was happening there. Mm-hmm. So I will give you group sex. You know, that's interesting. At that same event, there was a, I guess it wasn't a group sex thing, but there was a bordello. Mm-hmm. All right, so not that, but at Twisted Trist, there's absolutely a group sex mm-hmm. room. There's the back of a leather bar. They did that new this year. I still wish I'd walk through that. And um, if you go in the back, assume... You're going to be groped. You're going to be groped and and participating in things. Nice. I didn't go in the back, so I can't say how much group sex is going on. (laughs) Awesome. So we've done some group sex. All right. So we actually do have some legitimate experiences, regardless of how much you've just outed yourself on all the other things you did. Oh. None (laughs) of those counted. I myself. Except for the original one we were talking about, which was... The very first time you and I participated in group sex, there was another couple over there with us. They both happened mm-hmm. to be female. And the four of us played around some. It was mostly a bdsm thing, but it, that was kind of a context for them. Now, was that the one that was in our living room? Yes. Okay. It was kind of mostly BDSM and power exchange, but I do remember my face between her thighs and not being able to breathe. In a good way? In a good way. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Because she was holding my head still. <laughs> and I will say that one of our um, other group sex activities, and, and we'll, I'll be a little more descriptive of this one, was with a um, the same M&V, and I'm th- pretty sure there was one other person, mm-hmm. and you and me, at M's house party on the second floor. Oh, yeah. I believe 
I want to say rabbit was, and not, but I'm not positive. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yes. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. So here's a little bit of, uh, so now that we understand what group sex is, we have a definition, right? right. And then um, I'm going to be thinking about all day long, thinking of all the stuff that I've done that doesn't count. I'm going to have to write a list. The, the book number two of Sex and Power Exchange. Exactly. Then. But it'll go under voyeur. <laughs> yes. So... One of the things that I took away from that experience, now at that time, I think we must have been pretty uh, dumb. Yeah. STI-wise. Because oh. we didn't really have any STI thoughts about that whole situation. Which We're one? S- the one um, at either M's. Either the one M&B's. in our living room or the one uh, at their house. Mm-hmm. Um, at the one at their house. And again, for our listeners that are going to snack me about this later, this one also was one guy and four girls, which mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with, <laughs> to be honest. Um, part of it that struck me, and I will say for this one, and it really struck me again later, you, me, and another person who's local to our community, so I mm-hmm. won't even say a letter, uh, played around in bed. And one of the things that struck me about group sex is how it is more of a challenge logistically than I expected it to be. Um, Because you've only got... In these two situations, it was because it was where I led and other people received. Right. So if you're the only person leading... Right. And other people are receiving, which is hot. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's just logistically challenging, mm-hmm. right? You have to keep balance. You're looking at one person than the other person. Um, so there's other style of much, you know, there's more flexible peer group sexy things. But when you're in a rela- in, in a scene where you're, you've translated a BDSM scene where you've got a top and bottom. Mm-hmm. Well, now you've got a top and multiple bottoms and there's a lot to do. There's a lot of holes to fill. There's a lot of squeals <laughs> to counter and pay attention to. Right. And you and I are very um, mindful lovers, mm-hmm. right? So I take a lot of energy in paying attention to the person that I'm playing with. Right. So when you have multiple people that you're playing with, it was surprising to me how much energy it took. Not just um, hard cock spewing energy, <laughs> right, but right. energetically, there's a lot to pay attention to and a lot to... Um, orchestrate the way we do things anyway i mean i've seen orgies that don't seem to have that same focus and energy it's just touching and feeling and moving and sliding and you know that type of stuff but ours is a little different but well that was our that was our beginning forays (laughs) into the group sex um so would you count the flesh tent as group sex. Well, hold on to the flesh tent. Come back oh, to the flesh tent. Okay. <laughs> I do want to mention that we had, as you mentioned, we just came back from Chicago. We had a great mm-hmm. time at Kiki College. Uh, and side note, we got to see a pocket dungeon for the we first did. time. We did. We did. So anybody that's listened to an older show. 260, uh, I believe it was. It was at 260 where we talked about the pocket dungeon. And um, goodness, I can't think of her name. Does Ming Dynasty. Back Ming then, Dynasty. it was just a Kickstarter, mm-hmm. right? Just an idea. Right. So here it's been some time has gone by. They've actually got them. And one of the vendors had a pocket dungeon. And I have to admit, it was pretty fucking, anno- pretty oh, fucking and amazing. It wasn't just a vendor. It was one of her girls. Oh, so okay. that was Did displaying I that? it. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I expected it to be a little cheesier or a little mm-hmm. just because everything was so small. But the, it was fantastically made. The materials were fantastic. Um, 
not only do you put everything into the little box that it comes in, but it all fits nicely into the little box. It's all got little sleeves. It's got little, got little holders. Right. Um, so that's a pocket dungeon. It was really and neat. And that box could easily fit in checked on luggage. It has to be checked on luggage, though, because there is a um, blade in there. Mm-hmm. So, but um, can't. Can't do carry on. <laughs> right. A little hidden hidden knife in one of the, the things. But just all the multi purpose stuff of everything that's in there was really yep. awesome. Really so awesome. So I would recommend go check out Pocket Dungeon if you want to take a dungeon with you in your pocket. Um Oh, but what I really wanted to say was we had on our way to Chicago we stopped at a hotel and a while ago we had a, a podcast listener support us by sending us and continues to send us these little codes that we can use for a particular hotel chain. This is fantastic. Oh my you know, gosh. It's it, it probably already saved us over $100, mm-hmm. just the traveling that we've done so far. Um, because we, we stayed over at Cleveland for mm-hmm. Smart, so we wouldn't have to drive straight back home, so we were able to use the code then. And we stopped halfway to Chicago so that we wouldn't have to do the... Um, seven hour drive right after working all day. So it helped us then. And, you know, so that, what a wonderful way of supporting the podcast. Yeah, we and very, us. very much appreciate the support we get from our listeners. Some of you head over to KJ Canes and buy yourself some new canes at the discounted price, and that supports the podcast. But certainly, um, little things like that. We've, and we've had podcasts, we've had crazy podcast listeners that meet us for coffee and just, mm-hmm. you know, by the way, I want to donate something to the podcast. Oh, thanks. Here's a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. Whoa, that's incredible. I remember that. So things like that have always mm-hmm. very much appreciated people, um, supporting us in a variety of ways. Always appreciated. But, um, boy, I had no clue how valuable and useful this one would be as much it as is. we travel. It so is. I very much appreciate that. Cool. Um, I did get a tentacle link. You got a tentacle link I this did. time. I did. It's been a slow week, but that's okay. Um, Master Sherry sent me a link to this ring, and you wear it on your hand, and it circles. It kind of, like, circles all your fingers. Mm-hmm. So it's really neat. But the way it circles your fingers is that the tentacles kind of peek out between your fingers. So it's really cute. I'll have to show it to you. So it's not built like brass knuckles. It's built more dainty than that. So... That'd be kind of neat. That would be a nice thing to have on your paw. So, indeed. So, but guess what? Yes. I'm guessing. Um, chicken butt. <laughs> Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. I would not have guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the uh, Spring Fling event um, with that we just missed the play party last mm. weekend was fantastic. Good, 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 good. So, and, um, you know... As somebody I'm currently playing with reported back, although we did not uh, tell who was there. Mm-hmm. She apparently had four or five scenes with different people. Oh, okay. She's very toppy energy, which... Um, good for her. Glad for she her. got it out of her system. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, um... So, um... Does the flesh tent count as group oh, sex? Oh, yes. You were mentioning, you asked that earlier. Um, so you'll have to describe what the flesh tent was for our listeners who went out there. Okay, so it's actually kind of neat because it was on that same campground that we were talking about with Aeon and the barn, mm-hmm. right? So that Different was event, but same different campground. Different event. Um, uh, Aeon was many years ago, and the flesh tent was just a couple of years ago. And um, there was an event going on down there, and some of our friends decided to, um, our spiritual friends decided to go down there and do some uh, sacred touch. And they were also going to do a ritual 
which involved, oh my goodness, do not tell me who, oh, I'm trying to think of who I invoked. But um, I'm going to get a kick later for forgetting that. But that's okay. Um, so anyway, so we had this uh, ritual that we were going to do in the middle of the field, but they wanted to do it under a tent because not everybody at the event was part of the sacred sexuality track. All right. So we we're going to do it in a tent. And um, they had me act as priestess for a little bit of it. And then they had the, the main priest and priestess um, part of it, the channels. Mm-hmm. And um, we all got naked. Did we we got totally naked outside, and then everybody walked in naked to the tent. Yep, yep. But pretty much people were paired off, but we were definitely toe to toe, nose to nose, shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. And um, some of the singles in there got matched up with um, other people consensually. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some people that showed up specifically to be matched up with people that came in as singles. And um, basically, we generated some kick-ass sexual energy for a ritual. And um, I'm thinking it's group sex because my head was touching the other channel's head, and we all had orgasms at the same time. So I'm thinking we fed off of each other and empowered those orgasms. Well, I'm going to give you that one was group sex because there was some interaction. Um, Even though the interactivity... Itself was not like you were grabbing somebody else, someone else's Johnson or some mm-hmm. such. The interactivity there was um, there. It was there. It was so. sexual magic energy. If if our bodies weren't intertwined, our energy absolutely was. And since it was sexual energy, I'm saying for me and the way I define it, that was absolutely group sex. I mean, we use that to empower some stuff. Why do you think we don't do more group sex? I mean, we're certainly in a situation where, um, and we have done some others that we have mm-hmm. not mentioned. And I had we had to actually go through, what about her? Oh, did you forget about this situation? Right, right. But why do you think we don't do it more often? Logistics. I think part of it is logistics. I think part of it is, um, I mean, part of it's STIs. Hmm. You know, absolutely STIs. One of the things I liked about the objectification room is that we had someone there that was like the guard, and he made sure everybody was gloved and covered and, you know, and didn't cross the boundaries of safer sex. So for an orgy or group sex, I mean, you're depending on everybody having told the truth or having paperwork or following the same safer sex policies, which for us also includes oral so, kind of makes for a challenging arrangement. Well, that's the that's the. We know some people who participate in sexuality um, with their non-primary partners. Mm-hmm. They'll not only for oral will they use protection, but they'll also use gloves. Yes, um, and not um, not swap kissy. Yeah, spit. Not <laughs> yes. So turn me on with that. Sorry. Um, so you've certainly, you've got to decide for yourself what is your level of risk you're willing to accept. At the point mm-hmm. that you leave uh, having sex with only one partner, right? You're, even if it's playtime in the dungeon, right? Um, you are making a decision to accept a little more risk. Right. So at what levels? So for us... Group sex, which does not, well, I mean, we could certainly do it with protection and condoms mm-hmm. and dental dams and all that jazz. 
But then it's not fun, and I want it to be fun. So you know, I'm willing the, to step the interesting back part, from that. Where we have thought, when we have group sex, we plan it. And yeah. we plan it in such a way that it allows fluid bonding. Right. Um, at least recently. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I guess it's just a matter of, um, you know, I, I guess the only reason that we don't do more group sex is the same reason we don't do more... Um, anything else? It's like it's okay, but right. I'm busy. I don't really have time to set that up. It's not mm-hmm. really on my list of priorities, it's, or even you know, list of oh. fantasies. It's not on my top ten or twenty. Or and I think um, because sex to me is more than the physical act. Yeah, you know, it's I I want to know who I'm having even you know group sex with. I I want to know what's you know who I'm with. So therefore, that's why we set it up ahead of time and make sure. You know, everything's, um, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm just thinking about this. I don't think I could go to a swing club and just jump into a pile of people and right. say, fuck me. You know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, that's like, oh, wait a minute, the fantasy. Okay. But the fantasy, like we teach, hardly ever matches the reality. You know, you can have the fantasy of jumping into a middle of people and just being used and, you know, and things like that. And that would be all hot and kinky. And, um, but that's not usually how that stuff works out. You know, someone stubs a toe, someone, you know, so you have to worry about the safer sex. You have to worry about, you know, all this other stuff. So, you know, I kind of like the path we've taken. Yeah. I I think that's really what it is for me as well, right? If we're going to have, we want to be able to connect with somebody to some level beyond Uh just nothing wrong with swinging just doesn't work for us. Uh We need a level, a better level of connection, right? So for us to find that person that you have a level of connection with, and we both have to have that level of connection with them. um, Unless it was a power exchange scene, because all of a sudden in my head, I'm like, now, if you got a group of guys and girls together that wanted to right. use me and, you know, they've all shown their paperwork and, you know, um, promised to use safer sex and things like that. And then had me There's some other, found uh, up and used. Yeah, I could go for that. Or some <laughs> other scenarios where it's um, someone else's fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, and we could serve as catalyst to their fantasy. Oh, that absolutely. That would work for us as well. Or, oh, or the couple that helped me with one of my fantasies. Mm-hmm. That absolutely counts. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he fucked her on top of me, and yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is either going to be a slow podcast for some, or some people are going to be <laughs> touching themselves to all the ideas. <laughs> I hope it's number two. Does that count as group sex? Oh, absolutely. If what? everybody's wanking to what we're talking about? Uh, <laughs> only if they call us, do Call the voicemail. <laughs> That's probably still voyeurism, isn't it? Oh, I guess it would be. <sighs> yeah, we'd have to actually be on the other side, I guess. Okay. Again, we missed okay. C, the chance for cyber sex. Oh, man. Or, or But P, for phone sex. I don't know if people do phone sex anymore. Because you could do I webcams know, right. and oh, sexting webcams. and all We've that got junk. W. Um, so. <laughs> if you'd like to tell us about your group sex, you can get a hold of us in a variety of ways, including email at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com. Or just go to the Got Comment form on the webpage at eroticawakening.com. Um, there is no Got Comment form on the webpage at eroticawakening.com. There's no? No, you can scroll down to the very bottom of the primary page and you'll see the variety of ways to f- okay. contact us. No got comment for me anymore. No, we'll have to update that little note there. Okay, um, awesome. Or FetLife, Twitter, voicemail. You can get above all kinds of different ways at eroticawakening.com. Um, 
and that, boys and girls. Now, there may or may not be, I'll have to be honest about this one, there may or may not be an, an interview with some group sex experts. I'm trying to set that up tonight. Mm-hmm. And if I get it, great. If not, we're going to go ahead and publish this one, and we'll leave a lot of unanswered questions about mm. group sex for a future podcast. But people could always write in with their questions, or, and we'll find or, somebody to answer them. Or to tell us about group sex. Ooh. Oh, that would be awesome. So, Bye, Dan. Really? I think we're out of content there. I don't know why I just said bye, Dan. Suddenly, uh, anything okay. else that we want to know? I think that's got it. Um, okay. All right, let's see if there's an interview to plug in here. Erotic Awakening is sponsored by the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club. Join us the third Friday of each month for Fetish Foreplay Friday at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. Classes begin at 8 p.m. with party immediately following. You can also catch the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show at Porter's Pub in Columbus, Ohio, the fourth Friday, the fourth Friday of every month. The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at The Room at the Columbus Insight Center. Follow us on Twitter at MonkeyPuzzleOH. You can also follow both... Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club on FetLife.com for all announcements and discussions. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan.